Hey everybody, uh, it's Charles here again with episode three of the Rabbit Hole. Hope y'all are doing well. Um, had a good week and good weekend. I know we're on the hump day as we're recording right now, but just we did episode three and multiple times, multiple times, and just didn't sound right. And we pulled it back and are re-recording now so sorry for the delay but just want to give y'all good quality um so yeah um i'm here with casey as always um and we ended episode two talking about or i was talking about as long as i can save one life and my listeners uh the community does or is able to learn from my mistakes um, as I share my story. But, yeah, so that's where we left off. So, as I've stated before and mentioned in previous episodes, my struggle hasn't just been this year. It's been for at least 10 years, but even longer as I've started recording, because this is very healing for me as well. And and I just want to be able to help y'all and make this a safe place, as I said, where I can share my stories and help others. But so last year, I got home end of, well, I guess 2019, December, I got home right before Christmas and moved back in with my parents, which was tough. But after being away for a year, um, not working and really trying to work on myself, but also at the same time, I was hesitant because I didn't want to be there. And until you want and are ready to accept whatever's going on in your life, whether it's trying to figure out what school to go to, or if you just broke up with your partner, I mean, you have to accept that because life still goes on. Life doesn't pause for us to handle our stuff and deal with our emotions. And another thing I want to mention, and I'll put some information out there, and I think I've mentioned it before, but are the six stages of grief. Um, and there's, and it doesn't matter how long it takes you. Some people takes, you know, a couple days, weeks to go through those stages, others, years, decades, it's different for everyone, but that's something I wanted to mention and I'll put some links or information out there soon. But back to what I was saying, rabbit hole moment. Um, yeah. So until you're ready to accept and face whatever it is, there's going to be struggles, heartache, anxiety. For me, there was Everyone deals and copes with things differently, as I've said. So that kind of brings us to the end of 2020, beginning of this year, 2021. Um, so I'd started doing commercial land surveying when I got home last year um, and wanted to do something that I would learn that could be valuable and outdoor stress free. And it's been good for that as well as my struggles, my suffering of spiraling wasn't over. Um, and it's been a blessing working for who I have. And that just shows 
me what kind of, you know, man I work for. And honestly, a man who resembles my God, the God I believe in. So that's even something as little as that's inspiring to me now, whereas prior I would have not even noticed that. Also, you could talk about how having a, a good job that's relatively stress-free or isn't triggering for you or, or trigger things mm -hmm. like stress anxiety helps. Did that help make it easier? Yeah, it definitely did because my previous job that I really enjoyed at the beginning, but towards the end, the last several months were very stressful. I was never sleeping and sleeping, as I've mentioned, is something you need. And I wasn't getting sleep. I wasn't eating a healthy diet. And that led to my 2019 year that I've mentioned before. And coming back after a, I mean, stressful year of working on myself, but stressful and very tiring year prior even, it was nice. And I didn't want to jump back into my career. I wanted to ease back into it and make sure I was in a good headspace because I feel like I've bounced from jobs to jobs and in a way I've kind of settled and it didn't end well because it became a stressful environment. So working in a stress-free environment, I don't want to say stress-free, there's always going to be some stress, but it's how your management handles it and deals with you and runs their company. And when, when you're with a large corporation, it's hard for execs to know every little thing. And they have such a large HR department that some things go unnoticed. So there's pros and cons to working for a smaller or larger company, public or private, because I've worked for both. And you just really need to find the job that's going to be best suited for you and your family, because you do need a balance between work and life. Um, and you need to enjoy what you do, but that's not your forefront in my opinion. But so does that answer kind of yeah. All right, cool? Um, so as I stated, I think last episode, seasonal depression for me is a real thing. Um, and if, I'm sure there's some listeners who deal with that, some who don't know what that is. So seasonal depression is when it's dark, longer, colder, you get depressed because there's less social activities going on. Um, so for me, a way I've coped with that now is just being around positive people, um, not sleeping in or oversleeping. I mean, sometimes I am guilty of that. Um, but yeah, and just I've joined a Bible study um, and trying to really grow my friendships, the ones that I still have and the ones that I'm making really want to be around people that are going to lift me up and not, I don't want to say people intentionally drag you down, but just by their lifestyle, they can bring you down because that's happened to me. So February of this year, I was very depressed high anxiety. Um, and a lot was going on kind of just in my mind. Um, I think, I think everyone would agree. If not, that's fine. You can feel free to let me know what your thoughts are, but I think COVID affected everyone and impacted not just a few people, but everybody. And I ended up, well, I'll, I'll 
rewind for a second. I was hibernating kind of and not being social and I guess isolating is the term. Um, and in rabbit hole moments of KC hold my thought where I just was, but I have several tattoos that probably a lot of y'all would not know. Some probably wouldn't expect, but I want to talk about my tattoos, not all in this podcast, but over time, because they all have a very special story to me and some aren't done, but that was a rabbit hole moment. So just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but I was struggling to press and an incident happened, as I mentioned before, I got hit by a car um, and then a week later got COVID and then went to the ranch in Tennessee. And I didn't tell anyone I was going there really because I wanted to do it for me. You have to do it for yourself first and foremost. If others make you do it, it's could be more destructive than helpful, but you have to want it. And I wanted this. So I think I said before here at Hopeway in Charlotte, they wouldn't take me back. That upset me, but I was like, okay, that's not God's plan. They referred me to the ranch in Tennessee, went there, great group of guys, great house. Um, so that's a place you can check out the ranch and it's in Tennessee, about 45 minutes outside Nashville. But I was, I just finished and gotten released. And within an hour, an incident happened. And I'll talk about that later on. But God really challenged my faith to where I had to rely on people on the outside and trust people, which is something I've always struggled with. But at the ranch, that was something I worked on and acceptance. So the situation that I put myself in or got into right after I left the property, I I had to have acceptance because if I didn't, it would have been a nightmare. But I took it as an opportunity to learn more about myself, to work on myself and tell my story in a place where there's a lot of heartache. Um, and I made a lot of friends, people that you wouldn't want to be friends with if you had heard their stories. But that's the type of people that I like to connect with because people look past them. But a lot of them just grew up in worse situations than we could imagine. So I take that as a blessing because I learned a lot and also looked at what consequences could have been if it hadn't turned out the way it did, because luckily God you know, has a plan and isn't done with me. And I believe that. And until later this year, or I guess just six months ago or whatnot, I didn't believe that. I thought I did. But so we're going to fast forward a little bit. Um, get home for my birthday, 30th, the dirty 30, as they say. I go down to the beach house with the family, celebrate, enjoy Easter weekend, watch you know, basketball since that's March Madness, the end of you know, college ball, and just had a good time fellowshipping with friends that we hadn't seen in a while who had moved down to the beach or other areas who were came over to the house just to relax. So that was really nice. But one thing you have to look out for is when you get comfortable, because when you get comfortable, that is when your guard slips. And when your guard slips, that's when it can be destructive and very bad. And that's what happened with me. Um, and that's why my buddy's death just hit so close to home, because six months prior, I woke up off life support 
I was picked up on the side of a road in Charlotte by a fire truck that was returning back to their station. The fire truck took me to the ER. When I got to the ER, I was the Epsilon 9 on the ninth floor in Neuro ICU. So Epsilon 9 is essentially a John Doe. Um, but another thing that's a miracle, when I arrived at the hospital, because I didn't have anything on me, and my family was at the beach house, but my nurse was a close my best friend, one of my best friends, his sister was my nurse and she recognized my face and tattoos. And by that, my family was notified that they needed to get to the hospital. And I can't imagine getting that call. And I've put them through more stress and trauma than I can imagine because my blinders were on and I didn't think I was affecting anyone except myself, but I was managing. And so I know I have a lot of support and love now that my blinders are off because once I came up off life support, not knowing where I was, what had happened, what day it was, I couldn't even walk. And it was it was rough. And I just remember staring at the clock thinking, wow, I said this would never happen to me, but yet it did. So it can happen to anyone. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, how much money you have. You just have to remember there's healthy ways to cope. And for example, um, Casey joined in on this, but we went Friday night to Ovens Auditorium and saw a very funny comedian, John Christ, C-R-I-S-T. And it was what, two hours, two hours, 15 minutes. It went a little long, but it was it was awesome. It was. Yeah, it was a great way to spend a Friday evening instead of doing things I used to do. We'll just leave it at that. And I'm sure y'all can hear Millie in the background as we're recording in the house. Uh, so don't mind her. She's just saying hello to y'all. But you just when things are going tough, just remember everyone's dealing with different struggles. We're all in different areas and walks of life. So the least we can do is just help out our neighbors, family, friends, loved ones, even the stranger. I mean, we're all dealing with issues and I believe mental health is the stem of it because it's in your brain. You're dealing with, I mean, there's so many different topics, but I believe mental health causes most issues that we have, you know, from stress to diet, whatever you name it, mental health is a big issue. But want to wrap up here. And I know this might have been a hard episode, but the reality of it is that was my life. And people said that would happen to me and I didn't believe them. And it did. But I'm not here for a pity party. I'm here to rejoice because of God's good grace and his mercy. And I believe my purpose and story is not done. And I want to use whatever I can to help others. Not every episode is going to be this tough or heavy. So, yeah. So I'd like to hear from y'all. So send in um, how y'all deal with seasonal depression. How do you cope with seasonal depression? Because we can all learn from each other. I mean, I can even learn from y'all with all that I've been through. We can all learn from each other. So what are ways y'all cope during seasonal depression? Let us know. Hope y'all have a great rest of your day, evening, whatever time it is. Thank y'all. Hope y'all enjoyed episode 
episode three. Uh, stay tuned for episode four and more content. Again, we're on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify now. So go check us out and stay tuned. All right, Charles out.